Hi there. Today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Rather than giving you step-by-step writing instructions today, we are going to talk about battling doubt and imposter syndrome. Come along with me. I'm going to give you some tips for dealing with it. We're going to define it and we're going to learn to push through it. Do you want to write fiction but don't know where to start? Believe me, I understand. I've stood in your shoes. I've wanted to write amazing stories and wondered if I was even on the right track. I worried and struggled for years. I know what it feels like to have no idea what you're doing. Like everything you write is cheesy and amateurish and you'll never be good enough to sit on the shelves next to the great authors of your time or the classics. But I want you to know there's an answer for you. A way to know that the stories you're writing will resonate with readers. A way to transform from wherever you are now in your writing journey to someone who's universally hailed as talented and a skilled storyteller. Welcome to The Story Savant, the podcast with free writing advice for the aspiring storyteller. I'm going to give you every tool I know to help you become a master storyteller. Every week, I'll bring you tips on story structure, characterization, themes, heroes, villains, and more to automatically make your story resonate with your audience. Stay tuned. We're going to learn to tell amazing stories, and we're going to have a ton of fun doing it. Let's do this. Hello, Story Savants. How's everyone doing today? I decided that today I was going to do more of a inspirational podcast than a technical one. We're going to talk about battling doubt and imposter syndrome. So let's dive right in. What is imposter syndrome? Most of you have probably heard this term. It's very common. Imposter syndrome just means, it does mean doubting yourself, but it also means believing that you don't have the authority to teach something or do something or tell someone something, as in, what right do I have to teach people how to write? Why would they listen to me? Things like that. Now, it's important to understand that everybody goes through this. Every creative certainly goes through this. Every athlete, I'm sure, goes through this. Anyone who ever runs for office or, you know, actors, singers, you name it, every creative goes through this. It's very, very common. I don't know about you, but it When I'm struggling with something, it helps me to know that it's a normal thing to go through because I think that we tend to put ourselves into a vacuum without realizing it. We just think that we're weird or we are unworthy or we are too dumb or that it's arrogant of us to believe we can do something. And what we sometimes don't realize is that everybody in the world goes through things like that. Everybody in the world has thoughts like that. So if you kind of just recognize it, you know, let yourself feel however you're going to feel and think whatever you're going to think for a minute, but recognize that everybody goes through those things. It's perfectly normal. And then just push through them. Just don't let them overwhelm you. So the biggest thing that you have to do is get rid of your negative thoughts. This is a very cliche line, but whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you're right. And there's a lot of truth in that. There's a reason it's a cliche, because if you don't believe you can do something, you're not going to do it. But if you do believe that you can do something, you will eventually get there. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. That doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. It just means that you'll get there. You'll figure it out eventually because you believe you can. The only real difference between working authors and people who want to be authors are persistence and action. Persistence, because you keep going, no matter what happens, you figure it out, you move forward, and action. You're actually taking action rather than dreaming about someday writing, okay? As long as you have those two things on your side, persistence and action, you almost can't fail. It's just a matter of time before you get there. Especially for creatives, there are two things as a writer that you're probably going to experience at some point. One is called the inevitability of disappointment. All this means is that you'll come up with a really great idea for a story and you'll think it's super awesome and then at some point you'll decide that it's not and that maybe it's dumb and nobody will read that story. 
Okay, once again, this is very common. This is just part of the creative process. It's it's even chemical in your brain, okay? You come up with a really exciting idea, at least that's exciting to you, and you feel euphoria, and you get really, really excited. But once that euphoria dies off and the idea is no longer a novelty, you start to second-guess it. You start to doubt it. That's okay. That's perfectly okay. And you need to work with that while you're creating and not against it. Just know that it's perfectly normal, that nine times out of 10, if you think something's dumb, other people won't. That's you being your own worst critic. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're right, but understand that that's a normal part of the creative process. The other thing that you're going to run into is writer's block. I don't think I've talked about writer's block on the podcast yet. If I have, forgive me, but I actually don't believe in writer's block in the traditional sense. Anybody can write. And if you get stuck on something, there are about a thousand ways to push through that block so that you can keep writing. So when I say I don't believe in writer's block in the traditional way, what I mean is I don't believe for going months and months without writing because you're blocked. That's ridiculous. That's making an excuse not to work. Okay. And if you don't want to work, okay, that's fine. But just don't work. Say you don't want to work. Don't blame it on writer's block. If you do get blocked, like let's say you don't know what to write, there are, I mean, it's a lot easier these days with the internet. It used to be that you need to go, you needed to go buy or check out from the library a book of writing prompts. Doing writing exercises really gets your creative juices flowing. Um, it doesn't have to be anything that you're actually going to publish, but it just, you know, do an exercise from a writing prompt or something like that to get the juices flowing again, and then you can get back to whatever it is you are working on. But now with the internet, you can find all kinds of prompts on Pinterest, on Google. I mean, they're everywhere. There are so many things you can do to really get yourself jump started again if you kind of fall into a rut. The other thing is that you can get blocked in writing specific scenes. So you're not blocked in the sense that you don't know what to write, but rather you're having a hard time getting from A to B in the novel you're writing. Well, something like that, for the most part, you just need to take a step back. You need to go for a walk or a jog, go do something else, maybe take the day off, go see a movie, maybe even veg in front of Netflix for a while, because guess what? Sometimes watching other stories or reading other stories can help jog loose some things in your own mind that will make your story work. So if you need to take a day or even a few days, that's perfectly okay, but you're not going to sit there forever and not get it done. Okay. Like I said, for most people, writer's block is a bit of an excuse, unfortunately. So here's the thing. If this is something that you want to do, if this is a bucket list or a dream and you just keep at it and you're just willing to learn and grow and be persistent, you will achieve it eventually. There's no way you can't. Our church had a conference over the weekend, and one particular line that was said by one of the speakers stood out to me. She said, the Lord loves effort, and effort brings results. So if you're putting the effort into it, you will get results. Maybe not right away on your very first try. Okay, sometimes you have to try a few things and see what works, but if you're persistent, you will get the results eventually, and your efforts will be blessed by the Lord. That's just the way that it works. That is why people who make excuses not to get things done, people who never do anything, I mean, they can pray to high heaven, but if they're not making an effort, nothing's ever going to happen. You have to make the effort, the Lord will bless the effort, and then you will get the results that you want. So keep that in mind. This is a short episode. That's pretty much all I wanted to say. Use these things to get past imposter syndrome. If you need a boost, get on Pinterest and look up something like inspirational memes. I mean, there's millions of them out there, guys. I actually have a Pinterest board called Choose to Chase Your Dreams, and I keep all kinds of memes on there that you can go look at. Just go look at these things. They will give you a boost of self self-esteem to help you get past your imposter syndrome. And just remember that as long as you keep going, you will get where you need to be every single time. And that 
we are meant to struggle and have obstacles when we're trying to obtain something. That is perfectly normal. It is meant to be that way. But if we keep pushing through, we will eventually reach the finish line. So to finish off the episode for today, I'm going to read you one of my favorite poems. I've known this poem since I was just a kid, and I think it illustrates very well everything I just said. It's called The Race, attributed to D.H. Groberg. Did you know you can work with me? I do story consulting on an hourly basis, so if you want help developing your story to make sure it will be a winner, go to my website at www.authorlkhill.com forward slash work with me to learn more. See you there. Quit. Give up. You're beaten. They shout at me and plead. There's just too much against you now. This time you can't succeed. And as I start to hang my head in front of failure's face, my downward fall is broken by the memory of a race. And hope refills my weakened soul as I recall that scene, for just the thought of that short race rejuvenates my being. A children's race, young boys, young men, how I remember well. Excitement, sure, but also fear. It wasn't hard to tell. They all lined up so full of hope, each thought to win that race, or tie for first, or if not that, at least take second place. Their fathers watched from off the side, each cheering for his son. And each boy hoped to show his dad that he would be the one. The whistle blew and off they went, young hearts and hopes of fire. To win, to be the hero there, was each young boy's desire. And one boy in particular, his dad was in the crowd, was running near the lead and thought, my dad will be so proud. But as he speeded down the field, across a shallow dip, the little boy who thought to win lost his step and slipped. Trying hard to catch himself, his hands flew out to brace, and mid the laughter of the crowd, he fell flat on his face. So down he fell, and with him, hope. He couldn't win it now. Embarrassed, sad, he only wished to disappear somehow. But as he fell, his father stood and showed an anxious face, which to the boy so clearly said, get up and win that race. He quickly rose, no damage done, a bit behind, that's all, and ran with all his might and mind to make up for his fall. So anxious to regain himself, to catch up and to win, his mind went faster than his legs and he slipped and fell again. He wished that he had quit before, with only one disgrace. I'm hopeless as a runner now. I shouldn't try to race. But in the laughing crowd he searched and found his father's face, that steady look that said again, get up and win the race. So up he jumped to try again, ten yards behind the last. If I'm to gain those yards, he thought, I've got to run real fast. Exceeding everything he had, he regained eight or ten, but trying so hard to catch the lead, he slipped and fell again. Defeat, he lay there silently. A tear dropped from his eye. There's no sense in running anymore. Three strikes, I'm out. Why try? The will to rise had disappeared. All hope had fled away. So far behind, so error prone. A loser all the way. I've lost, so what's the use, he thought. I'll live with my disgrace. But then he thought about his dad, who soon he'd have to face. Get up, an echo sounded low. Get up and take your place. You were not meant for failure here. Get up and win the race. With borrowed will, get up, it said. You haven't lost at all. For winning is no more than this, to rise each time you fall. So up he rose to run once more, and with a new commit, he resolved that win or lose, at least he wouldn't quit. So far behind the others now, the most he'd ever been. Still he gave it all he had and ran as though to win. 
Three times he'd fallen stumbling. Three times he rose again. Too far behind to hope to win, he still ran to the end. They cheered the winning runner as he crossed the line first place. Head high and proud and happy. No falling. No disgrace. But when the fallen youngster crossed the line last place, the crowd gave him the greater cheer for finishing the race. And even though he came in last with head bowed low, unproud, you would have thought he'd won that race to listen to the crowd. And to his dad, he sadly said, I didn't do so well. To me, you won, his father said. You rose each time you fell. And now when things seem dark and hard and difficult to face, the memory of that little boy helps me in my race. For all of life is like that race, with ups and downs and all. And all you have to do to win is rise each time you fall. Quit, give up, you're beaten, they still shout in my face. But another voice within me says, get up and win that race. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. Society and the world and the economy is kind of down right now because of the pandemic. And it's a little frightening and it's a little uncertain, but we will rise again and we will keep going. So keep creating, keep writing, battle that imposter syndrome. You were not meant to fail here. You were meant to succeed, but you got to understand that falling down and hitting obstacles is part of succeeding. They go hand in hand. It's never going to be a super easy run, but you're going to get there. Just keep going. All right. Thanks for listening. I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me today. You can find all my fiction on my website at authorlkhill.com forward slash books. If you found value in anything you've heard today, do me a favor and go leave me a review on iTunes. It's the best and easiest way that you can thank me and help others to find and be inspired by the same concepts. Together, we can lift each other through our stories to new heights of understanding and compassion for our fellow man and gain an eternal godlike perspective on our own spirituality. So go consume some stories today. I give you permission. <laughs>